Okay, high time now for our tune of the week. Come on, let's go. This is the Media Industry Guru Show, the show that exposes you to entertainment, music, film, TV, and tech. We're online 24-7, 24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station. And welcome back to the Media Industry Guru Podcast. Can't believe it's already August. Time keeps on flying and flying. Here we are with Sophia Galani. She's a singer-songwriter. She started singing at around 10 years old, and she got inspired by listening to her dad playing guitar and discovering songs in the car. She's inspired by Sia and also by Adele in the pop and R&B and soul space. She is London-based, and we are going to hear more about her singing and songwriting growing up in London and one of her debut songs back when she was 13 years old, including Ain't a Game, as well as we'll be able to listen to a couple of her featured tracks, including Flames and Water Run Dry. We will hear her advice and her tips and tricks growing up living in London and... Any exciting upcoming announcements that she has. So let's welcome Sophia to the podcast now. Hey, Sophia, welcome to the Media Industry Guru Podcast. Really excited to hear all about your singing and songwriting process. Pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Cool. So let's get started. So tell us a little bit about your background. You started singing at 10 years old and you got inspired by your dad. He plays guitar and you started discovering your passion for songwriting then, right? Yeah, I discovered my passion for songwriting quite young, as you know. Uh, My dad used to be a musician, so I kind of picked it up from there, kind of runs in the genes a little bit. Um, But yes, I'm a London-born and bred singer-songwriter and have currently released five singles, uh, my most recent one being Flames, that came out on the 25th of June, which you should totally check out. Very cool. Yeah, check out Flames, and it's on all DSPs, um, especially Spotify. So let's get into more of your background in singing and songwriting. What genre um, do you lean towards? Do you have any inspiration coming from any like A-list and famous artists? Yeah, Um, I'd have to say that I've diverted to pop, soul and R&B, like mainly for genres. I do like to experiment a little bit with my songs. I always like to play around with ideas, etc. But I have to say that my main influences are Adele, see a bit of Ariana Grande every now and then, especially with her new album, Positions. And you know what? Maybe even a little bit of Bruno Mars and AJR. But Bruno yeah. Mars, the very eclectic. You got a diverse yeah. group of artists that are awesome. They're in the pop space, R&B, and a little bit of soul yeah. with Adele too. So that's really cool. You kind of mesh yeah. all those together. Yeah. I, I mean, I listen to a very wide genre of music. I don't have like a favorite artist ever because there's always new songs new music and so always new music to discover so you can't just have like one favorite artist in my opinion anyways and are you a singer songwriter by trade do you do that as your full-time nine to five um at the moment i'm balancing my music career with um education but um it is definitely something that takes up like a lot of my life recording in the studio and writing songs definitely has a chunk of my heart Oh, it does, especially when you work with the PR agencies and the management, yeah, right? <laughs> Takes yeah, up everything. That's your nine to five. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So, yeah. 
I want to hear more about your one of your first singles that you released. Talk to us about that and then how your singing and songwriting process evolutionized over time and then you how you created Flames as well. Okay. Uh, when I first started my whole music career and everything, uh, obviously I had to start somewhere with songwriting. And, you know, beginning, let's just say there's a few songs that I would not let the light of day see. But the first single that I released was Ain't A Game. And I really love that song, especially it being my first single, because I wanted to put out a lighthearted message. Um, but obviously, you know, be happy, be joyful, come in really, you know, cheerful and banging in a sense. And so hence the animated music video. And I feel with my music career as it's progressed from flames to ain't a game, I've definitely evolutionized in how I write. I, I tend to be a bit more poetic and music for me has been an outlet. So I express my everyday life throughout my songs. And I feel like as I've grown, as I've developed on this journey that I'm still going on, through, through at the moment, um, I tend to express my experiences more lyrically, more professionally lyrical. So yeah, I definitely say I've, I've improved. Flames is more of like my um, banging song. I mean, it's got all these crazy things, but like throughout my whole music journey, I've always wanted to make different songs that are completely different to each other. Ain't a Game being different to Other Side and the fact that Other Side is definitely more serious than Ain't a Game. Waiting for you, trying new camera shots and things that haven't been used in video technology until now with an amazing mm -hmm. team of directors. Um, Water Run Dry, literally mannequins and pop, you know, and like all the beaches and funny dresses. Mm -hmm. And then Flames, which was obviously the continuation of Water Run Dry. POV like the water run dry um, from that abstract metaphor it's supposed to be like that era of like boldness like I'm coming out and I'm like burning all previous like doubt hopes and just stepping into the music career as Sophia Galani wow. so yeah definitely I've developed immensely and, and have you felt like your fans have developed this kind of relationship and rapport with you where they feel impacted by your lyrics and your words that you give to them and then you feel impacted by them. It's kind of like a symbiotic relationship in a way. Do you feel that? Definitely, 100%. I feel like, because all um, my experiences, people have been able to relate to, it's actually been a worldwide response in Australia, in America, in Britain, etc. But um, I definitely, yeah, I mean, I've gotten messages from my fans from all ages and they are so lovely telling me how they relate to it, how they've been streaming it. And then it's just, in that case, the interactions with fans that I have sometimes, just hearing about their experiences and then, you know, they've obviously heard mine through my music. It's just mm -hmm. such a blissful thing. And I'm so blessed to be making music and having a growing fan base that's growing by the second. And you're also um, a part of music videos. Tell us about yeah. any memorable experiences creating those because in music videos, you also kind of have to act and you have the whole recording yeah. side of that as well, the behind the scenes. Yeah, I have a musical theater background. So when coming into music videos, I had like a sort of idea of what to do. When I began, obviously it's an animation video. So it was ridiculously, you know, funny. Um, with the animation, I worked with a team of amazing animators who really devoted their time um, towards this video. I mean, there's all these different quirky things happening in the background. But during the actual process of it, funny story, um, I'm walking on this treadmill throughout the whole um, scene because it's like this massive green screen room. Mm -hmm. um, 
and the treadmill on the day of the shoot working on the practice shoots but on the day of the shoot wasn't working so i was wearing high heels this five hour long shoot which to me was already impressive but my dad had to because he was just there like you know to help himself he was at the back of the treadmill like pushing it slowly so that i could try and walk with it and i had to like i wobble a little bit and like oh, we thought man. it was like, oh, fun wow. and everything but i'm trying not to step on my dad's hands but yeah, I mean, with my first music video, I made a music video for every single song I've done. Mm-hmm. And I pride myself on doing that. I will still be keeping, mm-hmm. you know, music videos as part of my um, like song career. I'm still working on music videos at the moment, working with drones, new angle shots, you know, working with actors, wow, in fact, which are going to be so fun. Yeah, I feel like visuals are super, super important because they can also echo the message of the song. Mm-hmm. So um with obviously flames that's come out, it's it's more smoke machines and you know smoked eyeliner and flames intense. But yeah, with music videos, I feel like I've developed there as well. Mm-hmm. With you know how to go towards it professionally, how to tell my story, mm-hmm. and I work with an amazing director, and he's literally he has these amazing ideas that I would have never thought of, and we just yeah expand on that. You know? oh, to have that relationship with the director too, because they're creating the whole project and then yeah. you're kind of the backbone of it too, helping support it. And if you don't like something that's going the right way, then you have to change it and he has to change it. Or if he doesn't like something, then you have to give feedback. Yeah. So you have to have that good balance with the director as well. Yeah, his concepts are ethereal, you know, and we obviously we storyboard before it and we have meetings and talk about all these funny things like, oh, should our hair be a different color? What costume should we get? But yeah, I feel like we connect really well. And so when it comes to music video shooting, it's just a really fun process. And, you know, when you're doing the thing you love out and, you know, public, all these camera shots and having all these fun people who do support your ideas and are very passionate about the music that you're making. It's just a lovely environment. Yeah, it's a very surreal and also very rewarding experience. So I want to also hear about your experience growing up in London and not being a an American um, singer-songwriter. What is that perspective like? Yeah. What have been some of the advantages and disadvantages of the music industry in the UK? Well, I feel as though uh, America does have a very big music industry. It's very clear, everyone knows that. But I feel like Britain, in its own sense, also has a really, really huge mu- like music um, like business. We have so many new artists coming through now from younger generations and I feel as though London especially London itself um is mm-hmm. such a, a wide hub there's so many opportunities and while most people might think that it's you know competitive with all these you know different people with the different styles different messages mm-hmm. I just tend to go throughout my own path and it's great bouncing ideas from other musicians uh, you know hoping to do collabs in the future but I feel as though it inspires me to carry on with my path and what I'm going to do because I realize at the end of the day that no one can truly do what I'm doing because it's my experiences, not everyone else's. So I feel almost empowered when I put my music out because people are listening, people are getting inspired, but I'm also getting inspired. I'm also, you know, projecting this, this and that, the ideologies of what I experience. There's other people's experiences. And I feel like London is an amazing hub for that because we can all, like, there's so many music events going on in London right now. I'm doing more gigs than I have before. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, soon enough, I'll be in, the, you know, Westfield, um, July 17th. So, you know, there's always opportunities wow. in London. 
and I feel like growing up in London, um, obviously I didn't start my, I started my music career at quite a young age. Mm-hmm. You get, you know, inspired by everyone who's older and has more experience. And with my dad, who's constantly been mentoring me on what I should do in my music, how I should like perceive it um, and how I should go about with it, like how I should go in recording studios, etc. It's just, it's so rewarding when, when you're, when you're finished with it and there's other artists out there who also like have their own method of, of going with it. It's just, I'm driven. I'm really, I'm really on that kind of music hustle, if that makes sense. Um, I'm always encouraged. Like, yeah, I'm always encouraging myself to songwrite. My notes app on my phone is just filled with all these like <laughs> unfinished ideas of songs, but they're there. And I feel like I can never miss an idea. Because if I do that, you know, that's one less idea for a song. But yeah, London is just an amazing place for me. And I definitely do want to (laughs) talk. So what's your creative process? You said that you have like a whole bunch of notes about your songs and ideas in in your phone. So tell us, do like, do they pop up like in the middle of the night or like in the mornings? Like tell us about the creative (laughs) process because I've interviewed artists and sometimes they say, oh, like when they wake up at like 3 a.m., they'll get this crazy a dramatic idea that's wonderful and then they'll have to like write it down or write the whole some artists I've interviewed have to write the whole song out in the whole day or else they won't do it at all what's your method yeah <laughs> oh I'm writing all the time really I mean the whole point I, I don't have a song book it's literally on my phone so that it's accessible at all times it's quite similar in the fact that when I get an idea or when I've like experienced something or I'm inspired by love, love, life somehow. I just, it is literally just finger to the phone. And when that happens, it's almost like, it's really weird. It just completely takes control of like everything I'm doing. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> amazing. How do I tweak that? Dad, what do you think of this? Should we keep going with this? Okay, I'm going to keep going with this. <laughs> and it's literally just, loads of pages of some of them are unfinished because um i th- i tend to like think a bit more about some experiences than others but music in a though in a way like i said it was it's been an outlet for me so when i'm feeling any strong emotions it does tend to become songs instead of me like you know overthinking and whatever whatever for sure. um i love writing and developing my art so i feel like with songwriting it is literally like oh what a great idea that would be great in the studio. I have no melody, no beat whatsoever. Let me just get the pen to the paper, phone to the picture, blah, 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 you know? So it's lyrics first. Is, yeah, lyrics first and then beat and the melody. And like with the lyrics, you tend to think it's a sad song, it's a happy song. How should we build around it? And then soon enough becomes this whole project. But I love expressing Very cool. Voice. Yeah, thanks for giving us insight. Now we will take a break from the podcast and listen to Flames by Sophia Galani.
Growing up in the UK, do you also tour? Do you have any favorite venues that you performed at or currently, or do you have an upcoming tour? What's that like? Yeah, um, I haven't toured yet. I would love to tour in the future. Maybe want to have a few more singles out. But um, recently, I performed at Luton Pride. That was an amazing experience. Very, very humbled by it. Twenty、uh, fifth of June.、Um, huge turnout. Huge crowd. Amazing audience. I've done around seven shows in the past two months, and I think I'm doing、in、a few more now,、months. just because of the pandemic. Yeah, in the past past、wow. two,、um, two months. That's a、um, wow. Thank you,、um, but I've because the pandemic has lifted. I hope to do even more because I really do love being on stage. It's so electric, just having everyone like cheering, you know, repeating your song lyrics. The vibe's amazing.、Um, like I said、um, before, on the 17th of July, I'll be performing at Westfield. Uh, on one of their open shows, which will be massive, considering、mm-hmm. that Westfield is one of the biggest shopping hubs in London.、Um, on the sixth of August, I have、uh, the Madhurst Festival in Midhurst,、mm-hmm. and I have a unplugged event. It is an unplugged event, and、um, the stage and set time. I think I'm going to put、uh, details of that on my Instagram because it does not come to mind right now. The thirty-first of July. I have a picnic and pop, which is in Manor Park in Aldershot, Hampshire. I'll be on the second stage with the、um, stage time again on Instagram. I literally post everything like gig information on Instagram. Sofia Donisdogolani, if you were wondering. Right now, that's about it. But I know I am in contact with other、um, gig. Promoters, so I will definitely be doing a few more in the August time, September time, and then becoming year eleven. <laughs> wow!、Yeah. So we hope to see you perform around the London base as well as maybe coming over to、uh, the states and、uh, yeah. doing some、uh, gigs at some of the big venues in、uh, New York or LA. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I'm planning on heading there next year. So and you、be. and you said in your bio you you aspire to have a collaboration with like Sia, right? Yes, my God, that would be an absolute <laughs> dream. So let's so,、yeah. talk about your upcoming goals. Do you have any upcoming personal goals or professional goals with your projects, your endeavors? This is similar to the question, like how do you see yourself in a few months' time? But、um, I feel like my goals right now is to kind of obviously work harder, work as hard as I am right now, and then double it.、Um, Produce more great songs because、um, I feel like I will produce. I will be releasing an album later on, but right now I believe it's the singles market.、Um, more exciting music videos, like I said before when we were talking about the music videos. I have been doing 
more music videos. Um, a few of them actually finish. I'll be ready to go um, late August time, which will be so fun. Uh, more shows, which I'm doing at the moment. Just kind of carrying more of everything, more of the process, more of what I'm doing right now, but hopefully on a bigger scale as I keep releasing and as I keep doing more gigs, etc. Yeah. Very cool. And do you have any upcoming songs that you're currently writing or are in the works? Any other upcoming singles, uh, EPs, albums, any announcements? I'll give you a little exclusive, but um, I have finished a music video for a song called Won't Be One, which is absolutely insane. There's like drone shots. Um, and I got to work with a new team of actors, which I haven't done in my music Ooh. videos yet. Um, and a song that is in the process of doing a music video called Monster. And I'm absolutely in love with the song. And it's more noir, it's more mystery detective. And I'm really excited for that to come out as well. But yeah, Monster, for now, yeah, that seems like it's gonna be, I'm assuming around the Halloween, but I can't say, and we can't say. Maybe. But, but maybe. It, it fits the vibe. Good though. guess. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, don't know someone gets nearly so spot on. <laughs> well, awesome. Any last uh, pieces of advice, any tips that you want to recommend to aspiring singer-songwriters who live either in the UK or not even in the UK or not in the US who uh, want to be prof mm. a professional singer-songwriter and in the pops and mm. R&B space like you are? Um, to anyone who is an arising singer-songwriter or an inspiring one, um, I believe that the main thing you should remember is to not forget your craft. You have the messages that you want to put out. You shouldn't be influenced by other people. I mean, you should in the fact that you should develop your songwriting, but your actual messages and what you want to portray shouldn't be influenced by other people. You should stay true to what you know, work hard. Do not, like, you know keep forgetting and then because sooner or later you'll fade you want i'm rising and you can too um i believe that if you can carry on what you're doing and even though there will be judgment there will be doubts no one can you can do what you do as a little motto i like to keep for myself just to remind myself why i'm here why i'm on this music journey you can find me on all my socials on Instagram, uh, which is sophia.anisa.galani, on my TikTok, which is Sophia Galani Music, my Facebook, which is Sophia Galani, and my YouTube channel, which has all the songs um, that I've released, obviously, which is also Sophia Galani. But thank awesome. you. Awesome. Very cool. Do you have a favorite social media platform? I asked artists as we wrap up because some yeah. of them lean towards like now TikTok and doing live streams or sometimes even artists have Twitch now today. So Oh gosh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have I have Twitch. I barely use it. Um, I have to say the most active social media platform is Instagram. I go on there quite a lot. I've I like I have all these other ones, but I feel like Instagram is the hub if that makes sense there's always new details posted there so i feel like if you are wanting to become up to date instagram is the best place awesome yeah. well thank you sophia for being on the media industry guru podcast wishing you great success so yeah w wishing you great success on your newest journey releasing two upcoming singles in the late year and also everyone should check out flames yeah. it's on uh soundcloud it's on spotify go check it out and we look forward to hearing from you and seeing your latest music videos and upcoming tour too. Okay, thank you so much for your support. It was amazing to be here. And now to wrap things up, we will listen to Water Run Dry, again by Sophia Galani.
Thank you so much for tuning in to the Media Industry Guru Podcast. Stay tuned for coolest upcoming episodes. They're going to be wildfire, y'all. They are incredible. And stay tuned for upcoming music industry professionals, film professionals, artists, tech, anything that you want to hear. Feel free to email at mediaindustryguru-podcast at gmail.com. Or if you would like to be on the podcast and give a little promo or shout out or just talk with me because you know what I'm doing on Tuesdays, listening to my own podcast, but also interviewing other guests because I love doing this. This is my passion project, but also my side hustle. So feel free to email me at mediaindustryguru-podcast at gmail.com. We'll set up a time. Listen to episodes on Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 Central, 9 Eastern, on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and now iHeart and Deezer. So thank you for tuning in to the Media Industry Guru Podcast, and peace out, and we will rock and roll.